tonight. We are starting right on time tonight, and uh, here we go. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for this time together, Lord. And we thank you for your goodness and your love, Lord. Thank you that you are taking care of all those we are concerned about, Lord. Albin and Vern. And that, Lord, you're keeping everybody safe. Corey at the farm and her mom. But, Lord, be with Marion and um, Thea, Lord. Help them through this time. And we just thank you and praise you that we can all be together in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing our first song. Um, it's By the way, we are doing the whole... Oh, let me welcome everybody. We're doing the whole service tonight. So we are experimenting with something. Let me know when you're ready. It's on? Okay. They didn't tell me. Oh, well. Welcome to New Life. This is our Christmas Eve service, and we hope that you will be blessed. New Life is located at 1021 South Center Street, 1021 South Center Street in Wapitan, North Dakota. All right, let's sing our first song. Oh, 
kids when they were babies, but it is um, one of those things. I needed the words tonight. I am starting um, my last 
of the series heading to Bethlehem. This is part four, and it's Oh Holy Night. And we are going to go on a little journey tonight back to Bethlehem. We sang about oh, little, the little town of Bethlehem, and this is where it all comes together, these four weeks of Advent, coming to that manger where Christ, was born. They arrived finally. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Cornelius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for this message tonight. And we, Lord, let you, we want you to have your way in our lives this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, Lord. The Lord, we won't get so caught up in all the presents and the food and the gathering around the table and with loved ones, but Lord, we will think about you and what you mean to us, Lord. For Lord, this is supposed to be a celebration of your birth. Christmas. And so, Lord, help us as we celebrate with our loved ones, celebrate with our friends, that, Lord, we will think about you, talk about you, tell people, share with each other what you mean in our lives, because, Lord, without you, we would still be lost. But because of you, Lord, we're saved. Because you didn't just come to be a baby in a manger and stay that way. No, you grew. You grew up. You, you went about healing the sick. Opening up the blind eyes and the deaf ears. You healed everyone that came close to you, Lord. The leper. The lame. And Lord, you touched them. Set people free from their... Um, from their mental illness, Lord. You did all those things because you love us. And then, to make it all stick, to make it all real, you defeated the grave. You defeated sin. You defeated death when you died on the cross so that we could live eternally. And then you rose from the dead so that we could live with you and one day we too can rise with just like you did. We can't wait, Jesus. And so Lord, touch us tonight, I pray. And we thank you for your holy birth. Born of a virgin. Suffered under Pontius Pilate. Was crucified, dead and buried. And risen on the third day. We thank you, Lord, that you are very God. You are God. You are the Son of God. And you sit at the right hand of God the Father waiting to come again and to judge those who would accept you as their Savior. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Joseph also went, verse 4, up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Remember, he was 
directly descended from the king, from King David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was while, so it was while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. It was time. It was finally time. We, we've been on this journey for four weeks now and it was time for Jesus. She was so pregnant. My word. I, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day and it was kind of humorous the, that when Joseph and Mary got to Bethlehem and even though his best intentions and he had everything planned out, there was no room for them at the inn and he, he, he had no reservations. And that was the beginning of a silent night. <laughs> because she was all upset. They didn't have a... He took the first place that was offered to them. She was pregnant. Baby was coming. He needed to get her into a place where she could deliver. And the only place they could give Mary and Joseph was a stable. Wasn't born. He wasn't born in the palace. He wasn't born in a hospital. He was born where the lowly animals live. And they laid him in a manger. But isn't it wonderful how God works everything out? Ah, you guys are complainers. My word, things don't just go right. I, uh, uh, I don't have to drive the newest car. So what? I have to live in an apartment. Big deal. Come on. Right? Oh, I got a room that's still not fixed up the way I want it. Okay. Think about Mary. Hmm. He drove his second-hand donkey all the way to Bethlehem. I don't know if he's a second-hand donkey. He might have been brand new. Who knows? Drove him all the way there, and they get there, and the only place for them is a barn. And we complain. Why? How, how about we just get grateful for what we have? I am grateful for my old wreck of a car that still drives. Be grateful. You know, when we start being grateful, God will reward us with better. Paul says, I learned to be content. When I had much or when I had nothing, I learned to be content with what I have. And God worked it all. No place, but God the Father worked it all out. He had the barn ready for him. Uh, do you think God the Father could have had something better? No, 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 no. In this case, this was the best. You see, it needed to be a humble birth. Right? Jesus didn't come to be king this time. He came to be a servant. Jesus didn't come to rule. He came to set man free. 
And Jesus was born in the city of David, which happened to be David's hometown where he grew up. By the way, according to David, had the best water in all of Israel. Go back and read the Old Testament. David was one day lamenting the fact that uh, he was thirsty and he says he wanted the best water. And he said to one of his men, I wish I had a cup of water from Bethlehem. There's no finer water. And the guy took off and Bethlehem was in the enemy's hands. And he took off, ran all the way to Bethlehem, got to the well, got the water, came all the way back. And David said, what? No. I didn't mean for you to do this. And he was so upset because his, man, his friend could have got killed that he took the water and he dumped it out. He said, thank you, my friend, but I should have never done that and risked your life. And he poured it out because you're more important to me than that cup of water. But this was David's hometown. And Jesus was born there according to the scripture. He was supposed to be born there. More important... Bethlehem, this is where the sacrificial lambs came from. Did you know that? It's called, Bethlehem means the house of bread. Jesus is the bread of life. The sacrificial lambs are born in, Beth, in the region of Bethlehem. Well, Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Where else should he have been born? Come on. Where else should he have been born? Karen, don't interrupt the sermon with songs, do I? No. <laughs> you know, we see here that Jesus has arrived. But do you know how long this journey is? You know, we, we think about nine months. The journey's been over a nine-month period. 
We, we, we started with Mary being ta- told by the angel that um, she's going to be, that the Lord wants her to be the mother of Jesus, and she consents. And then she goes off to see Elizabeth, and she gets back. And as we learned that Joseph then, when she arrives back in Nazareth, the angel visits him in a dream, and he immediately, after the dream, marries her. And then now we have this coming on, and we, we know there's witnesses. We know about the angels going to see the shepherds and the wise men coming and all those things. And we think, oh, it's only an, over a nine-month period. No, it wasn't. Not if, you, not if you look at when the journey really began. Did you know that the journey for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem actually started before creation? Did you know that? Well, let's look at Galatians chapter 4 and verses 4 and 5. You've heard me quote this before, but let's look at it again. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son... Born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. Now, now, if you think about all that, wait, wait a second. By the way, this was the plan all along that Jesus would come as a baby, and, and it's remarkable that he consented at all to become a human being, not as an infant. Not that he consented to be a human, I mean an infant, but that he consented to be a human being when he created us. Though you not know, Galatians also says he created all things. He is the creator. God the Father spoke it. He made it come to pass. And then he breathed life into us. He actually breathed life into us. And he consents to be one of us. Now, that's remarkable. Right? That's called the incarnation. But this plan was all along before the creation of the world, before God said, let there be light. This plan was already in motion, and it had to be the right time. Now, now I, 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 wait a second, wait a second. The right time? Well, Paul, Paul kind of alludes to it. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent for a son, born of a woman. Wait a second, he says, born under the law. When, when was the law given? This morning we learned that, that, that when he was called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the, mighty, mighty God, the Prince of Peace, right? We found out that that prophecy was given by Isaiah 400 years earlier. But how long ago was the law given? Wait a second, it's when they came out of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, And Moses went up Sinai, and he was given the law, and then Moses gave the law to the people. Look how much he was born under the law. You see, part of the plan was the law had to come into existence. And then the nation of Israel had to come into existence. Now, how long afterwards was King David put on the throne? King David comes along and puts on the throne because he has to be a son of David. He has to be a descendant of David. and, And to which his kingdom shall never end. Because Jesus is going to sit on it and his kingdom is still going. We are in a spiritual kingdom right now, but eventually it's going to be a physical kingdom as well. So all these things had to come to place. And we're all waiting. When is Jesus going to come again? 
And, and the truth is, the scripture is very clear. Jesus will return at the right time also. He came at the right time and he will return at the right time. And there's nothing we can do to speed it along. Oh, I, I know those, those the, the, the economic form guys getting together and, and they're all weaselly old men and crazy, right? Have you ever seen them? Charles Schwab? <laughs> Come on. And, 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 and Bill Gates, who thinks he's so intelligent. I'm sorry, Facebook. I'm not saying anything about Zuckerberg because he doesn't show up in these places. There's one place Zuckerberg don't care about. You guys do your own thing. I'm building my thing in Hawaii. He's building himself a nice compound. Check it out. It's, it's, it's something else. And then they're, plan and they're bringing the Antichrist system together over there in Europe. They're working on it. They want us all to bow down and, and be part of it and, and all become serfs of the overlords. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't worry about them. You know why? I serve King Jesus. Hmm. I only bow down to him. And I don't worry about it. And by the way, Facebook, if you want to know where I get my facts from, it's all right here in the Bible. And that's where my fact checker is. I'm not spreading things. It's just what they want. They want to have their global reset. Even President Biden's talked about it. And, and I'm not too worried about it because you know what? God's still in charge. Jesus is still on the throne. He has not abdicated and he's coming back again one day. And he's going to put, even when the Antichrist comes and he thinks he's getting, he, he's getting somewhere, my friends, he's not. Because at, at the, end of his, of the end of the tribulation, he's done for. And you know, we, we studied the whole book of Revelation last year and um, you know that he loses. Uh, the thing that gets me is that I've read the back, I've read the end of the book. You know who else has read the whole book? Has read the last page of the back of the book? Satan. He knows he loses. So the only thing that he thinks he's going to win is taking as many people, people's souls with him to hell. Because he knows He's done for. And if he thinks he can beat God, he's delusional. Come on. <laughs> he's not. And so let's worship our God. Let's worship our King. Let's keep going forward with Him. Mm. Come on. All right. If we're going to get through this message, be done in an hour. I need to move on from point two and get to point three and sing another song so that we can light candles and and, and get on to our family night and um, have fun. And, oh, that's right. We're going to listen to the bells being rung and the bell choir is going to play. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And then go home and do our family nights. Right? And we're all looking forward to that. But we've got to answer a question. A question that King Henry VIII asked over 500 years ago. What child is this? <laughs> he asked that question. What child is this? Let's sing about that. For, by the way, let's sing King Henry's song that he wrote for Jesus. 
And then we'll, we'll ponder that question. Let's go ahead and do that. friends that are wondering who is this Jesus most people in America don't know who Jesus is anymore they've heard about him they use his name in vain but they really don't know who our Savior is and you know we we're supposed to go and share that good news and tell people by the way in this new year we're going to learn how to evangelize we need to I think it's going to be fun to see the results of that because I can I can see it now. Um, Hal coming back and telling stories how he told people about Jesus and they knew they came to know him. 
And sometimes we just assume that we know how to tell our own story. Eh, we can't assume that anymore. We, we are inviting people to church, but it's not working. So we're going to have to learn how to do it better and help answer this question. What child is this? And you know who we need to help understand that best? Those who grew up in Christian homes, but they don't attend church anymore because of whatever reason. And they've forgotten what child is this and who Jesus is. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4 says, In the beginning was the Word. And, and, and can, can I... Can I I found this out too late that I had somebody who was supposed to be working with my youth in my church and all he could do was teach kids about Pokemon instead of teaching them about Jesus. And then I wonder why... See, this is... It doesn't matter what size church. This is what's happened. We've entertained kids too long instead of discipling kids into the kingdom. Kids should have been, the kids in our church should have been knowing, which we were assuming that they were learning, everything there was to know about the doctrines of the faith and who Jesus was and why it was so great to serve Him. But not about Pokemon. And it breaks my heart that I didn't know that was going on until too late. But it says here, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him. And without Him, nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. In the beginning was the Word. Who in the world is the Word? Uh, is, it, is, it the, is, this, is this what we're talking about? Well, this represents Him. This contains Him. This shows us Him. This leads us to Him. But who, who are we talking about? The Word happens to be the Logos. The Word is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Word. He is the one that was from the beginning. He is the second person of the Godhead. You've heard of that? that called the Trinity? He's God's own Son. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He's the second person of the Godhead. And He is the Creator of all things that we see. And God's Father spoke the Word. Boy, talk about unity in the Godhead. Let there be. Verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word became flesh. Jesus became one of us. 
Uh, that, that's why I have a problem with people trying to change how we view what the Word of God has to say because the culture says this. And so let's, let's bend the Word of God. Wait a second. If Jesus is the Word, and this represents Him, and this shows the world Him, how dare we try to go ahead and change it? How dare we try to reinterpret it in a different way? Romans 1.16, Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. John the Baptist, John bore witness, this is John the Baptist of him, and cried out, saying, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received Grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. Mm. This is like... John the Apostle is writing this book by by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is inspiring him to write the book of John. And this is like John taking a shot across our bow. Hey, pay attention. The rest of this story about Jesus is going to change your life. His purpose, Jesus' purpose, was to bring us grace and truth. He was born to die for us on the cross and rise three days later in resurrection glory. And because of this, we can be born again and we can know Him. And heaven can be our home. And we can have eternal life. And all of our sins are forgiven. And we can be adopted as His children. And we can feel His love. And we can, we can have the power of God sourcing through our bodies because of the Holy Spirit. Oh, doesn't that get you? Doesn't that want to make... Boy, I'm getting excited here. I'm getting excited about 2024 because if that's the case, let's let God be God and have His way in our lives. Let's worship Him in spirit and in truth. Let us lift Him up. And let us help others find Him. Especially kids who grew up in the churches. Unfortunately, today we have several apostate churches in our community. And if we don't reach out to these young people, these young, the, the, the youth, not just the youth, but the 20-something-year-olds and the 30-something-year-olds who are having kids, if we don't reach out to them, who, where are they going to turn to find hope? We've got to do that for them. We've got to reach them. 
we, we, we've got we to gotta start thinking differently. We've got to start thinking, I want to see them saved. Else I've got to stay in the light. We've we, we got to... <laughs> that, that preaches too, by the way. We, 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 we've got to think about things. I, I, I want to see us get a church van this coming year. And you're going, what? Yes. Why? Because there's people who don't drive. And if we get a van, we don't have to have special licenses. Come on. We just got to have people who know how to drive. Uh, we'll put Hal, be, we'll, we'll get Hal up in behind the wheel and let, no, 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 we're going to get an automatic van. Then you only have to use one arm. <laughs> that would be something to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your granddaughter would have to ride along with you to open the doors and yeah. greet everybody and, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but can you imagine if we had that? People we could reach and bring to church. And, and this is a year, I, I, there's so much I want to see for 2024, and I don't have time to preach for right now. We, we, we gotta, there's a Sunday coming that would be perfect to start preaching about that kind of stuff. I think it's called New Year's. But this is not the end that we've come to Christmas and we're here at the end of 2023. No. It's just like the first Christmas was just the beginning. This is just the beginning for us and what God is going to do with us. I'm excited. I'm excited what God wants to do at New Life, in your life, in my life, and how He's going to make do some wonderful, wonderful things. Oh, let us pray. Lord Jesus, I am so excited. I'm excited about this message that really doesn't have an end. Because Lord, if we were going to preach this message to the end, we would have to get to the cross and get to Easter, to Resurrection Day. For Lord, that is, the, that is what we, that you came and lived for. To go to the cross so we could be saved. To, to come up in a resurrection. You, you even said to us, The Father loves me because I lay down my life for the sheep and I take it up again. What you were saying, that I lay my life down on the cross and then I get up on resurrection day. Nobody's done that. Nobody's done that for us but you, Jesus. And you did it. You demonstrated your Father's love that while we were yet sinners, you died for us so that we could have eternal life and live for you. Lord, make that real in our life again. Make it as real as when we first asked you into our hearts and get us excited once again about who you are. We love you, Lord. And we praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you came to save us and that you fulfilled your mission. We glorify your precious name. Amen. And amen.
Come on. Oh, my word. We need to get all excited. We need to get all excited once again. And go tell somebody that Jesus Christ is King. Amen. Before we, when we go to leave here tonight, I'm just going to have Bodie play at the very end, go tell it on the mountain again. No, not now. When I tell you to as he did so well this morning. I just want that to be the last thing we hear at the, when we're leaving, is go tell it on the mountain. And I don't care if he plays it a hundred times because you guys can't help but hugging each other. But I want us to think about it. Go, tell, just be like those shepherds running around Bethlehem telling everybody. Be like those, those, those wise men who just got all Jerusalem all in a tither because they came to find the king to worship him. Amen. Let us get excited about that. All right. Now we get something exciting. And, and, and um, we're, we're going to, the bell choir is going to play. And so I'm going to ask if the bell choir can come and play and uh, praise the Lord. Well, that was cute. I like that. Well, we're going to do our one of the things that we came here for tonight, and we're going to just enjoy this next part. If you were starting, you should just kept going.
Praise the Lord. Jesus is the light of the world and we are to reflect that light in our life. But if we don't let our light so shine and let the light of Jesus Christ shine through us, won't this world get even darker? God wants us to shine Jesus' gospel into this world and share with Him His light so that they may be born again as well. Jesus is coming soon. How about we take a whole bunch of people with us from Wapiton and Breckenridge, from the tri-state area. How about we take a whole bunch with us? Or do we have the attitude, it's just us and no more? No. So as our light is shining and lighting and illuminating this room tonight, let us go out into a dark world and share the love of Jesus with others. Otherwise, if we let our light get blown out, go ahead. It's going to get awful dark. Careful of the wax on these things. I can't remember if these are the newer ones or the ones that used to like to get wax all over us. They're, they're the new ones because these are fairly even dripping. Good, good. You, those at home don't know that a few years ago we had some drippy candles. <laughs> and were they drippy? Don't, 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 please don't, don't, don't. You don't have to prove. So we have a kid out front shaking it upside down, trying to get wax to fall off. Don't do it. Don't do it. Praise the Lord. Wow. That was fun. God is good. Let us bless him for this food. No, that's the wrong, that's the wrong prayer, right? Um, but yes, all the time, God is good. And He loves us, and He saved us, and He redeemed us. Amen? Bodhi, come play that Go Tell It on the Mountain, and then I'll come back with the benediction. Thank you, Bodhi. Go tell it on the mountain. Amen. I know this is 
North Dakota and we're flat over here in, in Wapiton and Breckenridge, but you know what? Shout it, stand on your tippy toes and shout it anyway. Well, now the God of peace that brought, a, brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining us on our um, Christmas Eve service. We've never shown this service before. We thought because of the it being a Sunday, we would bring and share it with you. I hope you were blessed. And uh, have a very Merry Christmas. This has been New Life, 1021 South Center Street, 1021 South Center Street in Wapiton, North Dakota. We will see you next time. All right, Bodie, play that.